<laughs> ah, and welcome. And welcome to the to the No Rep Podcast episode 14. Uh, I am the hostess with the mostess this week. Danny was last week. I'm with Danny. Sutton. And Papa Ev. Hello. And uh, yeah. How see, we before doing, guys? We, see before we move on too oh. much further. Uh, do you remember Big Beastie? No. My God! Hey, so that you—that was your first drink was Big Beastie. Oh uh, yes. Do you remember Big Beastie? It was like it was red and yellow, and I had like spider webs on it. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was like a it was a smaller face type vibe, right? Okay. So, me, all my cousins, all my mates are in a boot. We all hung a boot. We all hung a boot, and we all get like a bottle each, right? It's five percent, and uh, we all drank the part. It was all the first time we all drank, and we all drank it. We're all steaming, we're all about in daffodils and all that. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Like the sound I of music. 20, I, I, was, <laughs> I was twenty-two at the time as well. We we're all rolling down the house, and uh, I came in, and my mum was like, "Daniel, come here," because I usually come in and talk full name. Shit. Daniel, and I went into my bedroom. And I was like, oh, no, no, she come out. She said, "Daniel, Daniel from the south side, come, come here. here." And I went, "Hi, mum." And I, I was like, <laughs> "Hello, well, mother." Where have you been up to? And I was like, ah, just took me Jordan and like Gavin and everybody. She's like, eh, give me a minute. Let me smell your breath. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, I'm not a chewing gum. I'm not a chewing gum. She said, you been drinking? And that was the far, I was, I was, I was at 14. That was the first time we got caught. Who you been drinking me? I grasped everybody. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> I told everybody. All my cousins get phoned. Everybody get no, grounded. Man. All my neighbours get grounded and all that. And I, I was there for two days. I'm like, <laughs> the grass. That was that. I was always the grass. Do you know what? I, I actually regularly, regularly think about like how good it was when you were drinking underage. Mm. We're not also just for anyone, but we're not promoting this. No, no. Just, just, Do not I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to assume don't nobody be underage at 18 is listening to us. Anyway, anyway, um, what we're talking about today? If you've got the, you've got the show I've got notes. The tings. You've got the show I've got notes. the tings, bruv. Um, so with every episode, you you get a fucking grip, right? Uh, you've you know, done this twice. Stop doing that, Evan. Do you know? Fun fact, fun fact. I've said this before. When I was younger, I had a speech impediment. You did. And sometimes I get caught up in my words, and you were making fun of me. Was it? <laughs> so I'm a bully. Yeah, you are a bully. Here's the thing for you, right? So yeah. see things like speech impediment, right? Mm-hmm. Dyslexia. If you have a speech impediment, speech impediment is hard to say. If you have dyslexia, yeah. dyslexia is hard to spell. What's like another one? Like, the, the, the long... Do you know what I'm trying I, to say here? Exactly like, the thing that it yeah. is, is hard to it's do. Hard. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. There's other examples, but those are the two. Like, if Aye. you say, if someone with a speech impediment was yep. to say that fast, they yeah. fucking struggle. <laughs> someone with dyslexia was to spell dyslexia. I've seen there's so many, I know there's so many. There is a few. Anyway, so that just popped into my brain. We stuck. Uh, um, a question box. I was going to try to say something funny. We stuck a question box up in our stories, and just uh, so we're going to answer a couple of questions and stuff. But the one that one of um, my guys asked us three mistakes you made training, mm-hmm. like so training yourself and stuff, and mm-hmm. to do with that, and then three mistakes you made as a trainer, so training people or business. Let's do. Let's do one of each right on each thing first that makes sense right so what or do you just do your three of the first thing and then I'll right do, okay yeah okay. so you do your three of the first thing you do your three of the first thing i do my three of the first so thing so what's the first thing so mistake three mistakes you made training, training. yourself and then mis- you're training life three mistakes i made to, i'd say the first one was quarter rep bench presses in the smith machine but we could uh, we could we could broaden that out to from the from an early, from when I first started, I wish I'd learned to train through like a full range of motion oh, rather mm-hmm. than like 
trying to like ego lift, build strength through quarter squats and quarter rep bench presses to then have to take a massive step back to then try and rebuild it all mm-hmm. over again, right? So it was almost like starting from scratch. So if I went back, I could have, you know, took away a year of bullshit lifting and just fluff lifting and kind of learned the proper the proper technique right from the rip. I think that would be my first mistake. And that doesn't necessarily mean get a coach. It just means like do a bit of research on YouTube. There's so mm-hmm. many tutorials out there that are just able to show you like what a squat should look like, what a bench should look like. Because if I seen that, right, and seen proper technique on mm-hmm. on YouTube, which eventually is how I that's how I learned like a lot of what I do, um, then I would have kind of been in a much better spot. So that would definitely be the first one is mm-hmm. just learn proper technique from the rip rather than going guessing down the line. Um, you go for your first one if I think of another one. <laughs> uh, I mean, range of motion, one hundred percent, but no training legs. Four years or something like that's that, the training. So and, uh, common. So common. That's why I'm bringing it up. Very, you can't very see common. Can't see your legs, I play, your trousers, though, but you I can see your football. biceps. I play football. They enough legs. No, you don't. <laughs> like, you know, your upper body only get only changed so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I used to, I used to uh, have a have a client go, but I go to spin class and they go that to a leg. Solid. 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 Who, uh, who is that? <laughs> and are they still a client? Because I hope not. <laughs> not, not a client no. So no, I, I actually, no actually trained legs when <clears> I um, first started because one of the things that I used to do all the time was just go on the machines that were easy. So uh, like a lat pull down and a leg extension. I'd probably go on that for like a full hour for like <laughs> for, for when I first started. So I would just sit and do leg extensions and sit and do lap pull downs. Um, so I, I kind of did. Aye. I stuck to the machines and I was dead. So, that so was, that's probably that, another mistake aye, as well. Mis- machines. I, I used to just do a, um, it was the college gym and I used to just do a circuit of the static machines. Aye. Just go down do full body circuit of the other static do you machines. Rem- do you remember that uh, Every only, workout was the women's same. only gym curves? Yeah. That's They've got one next to, next to my flat. Yeah, there's another one called like the circle or something like that, and it's just nonsense. Is that what it is? Uh it's literally it's the same, it's the same machines, and you literally go in and you go round it, uh, and then that's it, and that's the workout forever. And is it no, no pressure or something? You have no pressure to your strength that you get something, or something like that. Something like that. It's I've obviously never used it, but uh, <laughs> crap. But training legs. Training what's, legs. What's your one? random plan random results mm. because it because i don't know maybe not taking it seriously enough not knowing what to do like just going in ah, just maybe going that leg press now that feels okay aye not and even then, not even a random plan no plan no plan <laughs> no plan i <laughs> i'll oh, just do that and then before i oh, can't really be asked doing that so I'll just do six chest exercises in a row and, and like some biceps and then some biceps and that's how I've got the shield. Right, that's how you got the big old chest. The big old titties. <laughs> big old chest. Uh, I'd say another another mistake I made like when I first started was, and I'm sure a lot of guys end up in this category where I wanted to be absolutely fucking shredded, but also wanted to be absolutely fucking massive at the same time. Yeah. Right? So you know, the, the neither law of, happened. <laughs> the law, of the, the law. Well, that's the thing. The gym broke conundrum. Yeah, exactly. The gym broke conundrum. I wanted to be fucking shredded, but I wanted to be fucking jacked at the same time. So when you're 16 and then you're caught between, you know, fish and a rice cake diet or eat everything in sight, you're kind of like, well, what, what do I do? Yeah. And then I wish from the start, I just prioritized just eating enough protein and just letting the calories fall wherever they may. When you're mm-hmm. at that age, doesn't you don't. It doesn't really matter too, unless you've got like a lot of weight to lose or 
or a mm -hmm. lot of weight to gain and necessarily if you're somewhere in the middle which is kind of where i was then you don't really have to if your focus is just training getting stronger full range of motion and eating protein that's mm -hmm. that's where you that's where you yeah. need to go not getting tied up in supplements not getting tied up in fucking that's that and the next thing super super shred this or super jack that just like eat your chicken man mm -hmm. do it be really helpful see at that time because obviously the kind of the fitness industry's totally changed and stuff now and it isn't just be like snippets off of bodybuilding.com whatever see mm -hmm. if somebody was there to tell 16 year old jordan see that goal that you're thinking of that'll be you when you're like 21 mm -hmm. if you do this yeah. over this period of time so what you're thinking of is really four or five years away yeah yeah exactly oh uh -huh, and it was dead so that's probably another mistake it's just like that short-term mindset uh -huh. like getting ready in six weeks for this or six weeks for that instead of thinking like wait well i'm only 16 so what would i want where do i want to be in like six years time like in terms of like your athletic development or your strength or your physique or anything like that so another mistake as well is being told don't do cardio don't yeah. do cardio cardio can't kill it, your yeah. gains can't, can't gain cardio muscle if you yeah. do cardio man yeah. i never touched like never hardly touched it yeah totally hardly touched it and i'm it's the biggest pile of shit. <laughs> Don't listen to anybody ever says that. That was like, it. I wouldn't do any cardio. Well, I was trying to play rugby, try to get big at the same time. Did zero cardio like during the off season. So when I came back, I'd be like seven kilos heavier. Right. But then like Blown. can't run, and I'm meant to be the one that runs about a lot. Do you know what I mean on a rugby pitch? And then I couldn't, and I was fucked. That's actually what led me into CrossFit. To be fair, there you go. Um, yeah. Second one for me, probably booze. Mm and um, i'm opening it up to just being too social right because obviously the kind of rugby culture and stuff as well was very very much and it still is for a lot of teams and whatever it's it's like a drinking team with a rugby habit yeah totally like totally. do you know what i mean and probably when it, and see the thing i see when you're a young guy and you're 18 to 20 whatever one two three four five you do it it's, it's a friday you go out and you have drinks and all yeah. of that and the the negative effect that alcohol has on your development oh, is humongous it down down regulates protein synthesis by x percent yep. and all these other things for days after it it's if and i suppose it comes down to your values and stuff at the time as well my values back then were different to what they are now yep. i'm now a boring old guy so now i can yep. look i can look back in hindsight and go oh you're an idiot and, yeah. uh, part of me part of me does think that part of me also thinks what a fucking good time it was exactly this is the flip side you know of I mean? it as well so what i've given up and athletic development and my chance at winning the olympia <laughs> uh, <laughs> good stories and good memories good stories and stuff <laughs> like, me, do yeah. you know what i mean it's, 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 it's all absolutely worth it i do I, but, I, but on the flip side of that as well i could have had all those good stories but looking fucking great i jacked yeah. at the same time yeah i know so you know, know there's for, a, the, for me i don't really think back to because i've always known well not always known i, I learned very quickly when for me like enough was enough or when to stop or when to go home like i had a, a blip where that was a gray area and that there was no like boundaries whereas like i think i found that a lot quicker than a lot of other people that I either i played rugby with or some mm -hmm. of my mates and like that's that's fine like like you said people's values change as as you grow and mm -hmm. um, you're daddy now daddy now i've always been a daddy <laughs> don't get it twisted wow and <laughs> <laughs> um, but no like i i feel like i, I found that kind of um turning point for me a lot quicker whereas some people they get too wrapped up in it and you get the these people that stay in these say these camps that they're either all the way in or all the way out mm -hmm. like they can't have they can't just have a couple beers and go home type yeah. thing and um some people are like that mm -hmm. and that's that's just the case but i don't think i've ever really been like that so i've maybe been fortunate in a way or just been kind of had the enough emotional intelligence mm -hmm. to know yeah and it's mad because it, 
Every every the next morning, nobody's like, "I'm so glad I ripped us out at last." Nobody has. Why do we keep doing it? What is uh, going on? That's fucking. That's a really good mm. clip. I'm so happy clap we ended that night on ten shots. Oh, I'm so oh, glad. <laughs> and then also, you've said you've mentioned this before as well. It's like nobody's ever regretted putting the work in. Like nobody's ever went and finished the gym session. Went, I, I wish I never done that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like or like maybe right after it if it's been really really hard or if you've done like a, a really mega tough spin class like mm-hmm. evan loves to do like it might be you might be knackered by the end of it but me then, jordan would do something like a half marathon <laughs> or like a big workout uh, in the shout gym. my boys doing a half marathon shout out again line running shout crew boys the, i mean you would get a fist bump <laughs> if you joined us to uh, be fair i wouldn't put your knees through that see, right now see, Let's build see, up to the so, next one we're doing is in paris but uh, the, the paris half the thing is see if you complete a sport you shouldn't do any more of it and i've Again. completely running right, okay, that right, is sorry. True. so next talk the next ne- next bad thing <laughs> <laughs> we should have a, a ding every time every, that happens every time like <laughs> the, the, the next bit probably big speak listen to the advice that evan just gave there <laughs> like, it's probably the other biggest mistake i made nah uh listen that's listening to advice of people that have not achieved fuck. holy oh, fucking man. shit yes the people in the gym that would give us advice in the locker locker room the hey, locker in the locker room, room <laughs> on the gym floor like <laughs> these people who would give you just reason is if it's unwarranted advice because you kind of looked at them unwarranted. there and you kind of oh. thought oh my god they're they're looking big they're looking small they're looking good and they would tell you're us absolute no, i used trouble. to get i used to end up so in the rugby club gym obviously you know how you know what it's tiny right it's yep. small and i used to get some da fucking try to give me advice on lifting right and i was i was like 18 or 19 at the time and i I started going to the gym and i was like 14 right so back then i did think i knew it all Mm -hmm. to find out i didn't know a single thing but i knew enough to get me through right Mm -hmm. i knew by that point i was training relatively smart i was training in between rugby i was actually quite i was relatively strong for my size at that point and i remember i was inclined dumbbell benching right and uh this guy came through, right, and this da was like, no, what you want to do is, and then they tried to pick up the dumbbells I was using to show me what I should be doing, which was like these, like, mm-hmm. pulse reps to keep the tension, you know what I mean? To keep the tension on the muscle the whole time rather than actually, like, mm-hmm. doing the thing properly. And he couldn't even lift the dumbbells I was lifting <laughs> to show me what I should be doing. And I was like, big man, go sit over there. Put down <laughs> right? the thing. Go sit over there before you fucking hurt yourself, right? I, I, I'm fine, thanks. I'm fine. Know. So that's a hundred percent. Like I didn't listen to that dober, but someday could have. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a good word. There. I've not heard that in years. <laughs> dober. Dober. <laughs> uh, I know. You got one? Uh, I I do actually, but just on that, like, see the amount of folk that uh, have said to me over the years, like, if they've maybe been like chatting to me about coaching or whatever, I'm actually just going to go to the gym with uh, my cousin or my uncle or mm. or somebody because they go. And then they're in my DMs six months later. They've no changed because they listen to their uncle who wears lifting gloves. Aye. Right. Yeah. Oh. Aye. <laughs> red flag alert. <laughs> That's a red my flag. My biggest gym. Yeah. Red gloves. Aye. Awesome. There's, there's a guy in Pure Gym and uh, I don't want to say his name because people know him. And uh, he it's used Danny. to, he, 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 his name's Daniel Mahal. <laughs> and, uh, but he used to, he used sure. to cut about, just, you know, one of those old guys just cut about the gym in, like they're there for how they talk to everyone, but you used to just go up and give like I'm to be fair, it was mostly girls. Like <laughs> like, like massages and rubbing Aye. down in the gym Aye. and all that. But no, 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 you need to do this, you need to do this, right? And they'd get their leg up and they'd be like, shaking them like that. Like, you need to do this, you need to do that. Weird. Weird. What? Weird alert. Yep. I don't I didn't like it. What the fuck? 
I know, strange. But anyway, my last one was believing my own bullshit. Mm. Because in, in every sense of it as well, like, I'd be like, no, nah, well, I've trained well this week. I'll Worked just have my Domino's. Or like, after rugby, I'll just have... Or a KFC Thursdays. KFC Thursdays, because yeah. I've had that workout, so... And then in my head, I'd be doing that, doing the calculations of the calories. Well, Domino's speaks is about 2,000 calories. And I've, yeah, that'll be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, mm, you see the Alan in the hangover with all the, yeah, the numbers. <laughs> all the numbers and all, mm, I, I, how many calories are in a hoagie? I mean, 500. <laughs> <laughs> see what you're talking about. The ju- that's like the justification game. Now, me and you have worked together for a long time, and we used to be fucking terrible for it. Yeah. The amount of shite we get as coaches, and I'll be honest, it was shocking. Oh, man. We'd be down at shocking. We'd be down money that, spent that as well. Co- that cova, aye, that cova in East Kilbride Centre, having French toast supreme, supreme every <laughs> fucking every day. day, and then we'd get like go to we'd work out, go and get a KFC after work too, because like a oh, chicken. Lucky for Danny, he was always naturally that. Whereas I'd look at it and I'd <laughs> <laughs> that believe my bullshit. Ah, I'm bulking. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I was not bulking. I was just lazy. <laughs> I've been bulking for 27 years. Try. But you learn over you time. You learn, you right, three business mistakes or mistakes that you've made training people or in, anything to do with that. Thinking that everybody wants to change as much as you want them to change. Did you, did you read my list? Did you write that down? I did. Uh, you, can, you can use it, we'll give you Huh? We'll give you <laughs> Sorry for taking your thing. Uh, aye, because not, because I like, I love what I do, right? I love what I do and I and I love my program. I love the people inside it. And then not everybody that comes in is going to get a result. But that's not due to the any deficiencies within the program. That's That could be a deficiency on the person coming in because either they're, A, they're not ready to change, B, they're not willing to change, or C, they just, they don't want to. Maybe mm-hmm. they thought it was for them and then quickly realized that like, I, I don't want to do this, which is fine. There's mm-hmm. that, there's nothing wrong with any of those answers. Do you know what I mean? But it's just like any of the business mentorship things that we've signed up for, mm-hmm. like only 10% of the people that sign up for it actually get those results. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's fine. That's just part of it. And it's that you have the people that are luckers, you have the people that are doers and you have the people that are kind of winners. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So not everybody is willing to do that. And then my belief was that anybody that, that graced my doors was going to be the fucking, the ticket. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, they, they were going to have, they were going to do everything exactly how I said it, when I said it. And um, when I said jump, they said how high and they would get all the results they ever wanted. But not everybody goes through that process. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be my, cool. my thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Mine's been a business one, so not investing in myself quick enough. So. That's a good one. Yeah, guys, have you, he doesn't know i'm gonna have nothing to say now Uh, no so as a coach uh, i don't know if everyone experiences this but i know for a fact i thought what i know is fucking top tier what i'm doing is top tier one of the best coaches i am one of the best coaches in the world but at the time i was like right so what i'm doing is good what i'm doing is class like how can it be better than this how can it be more than this and then when you slowly realize when you invest a lot of money and he mentors and a lot of money that you go <laughs> actually what i was doing was shocking like yeah, I, I could right. be well when i say like the coaching doesn't change that's what we need to remember so like i'm not saying the coaching that um, they was receiving is different but 
the how how streamlined the service could be for people is now amazing compared to what it used to be and or even just uh, like your level of thinking level of well. thinking as well mm-hmm. of course level of thinking is like different and and it, and it is just because you're so like right i know what i'm talking about i've done my pt course mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm fine why do i need to invest any more money i've got something i've got something huge. to say in pt huge. courses by the way which i'll just jump into before i, I do my thing see if anybody's looking to get to join the fitness industry right if anyone's looking to join the fitness industry at all if you are a prospective personal trainer oh pardon me there uh, see your pt course buy the cheapest one yes right yeah. the cheapest one you can find the cheapest there. and the quickest one and the quickest one that you can find because you're going to learn on the job your your money will be better spent but uh, investing in a business in a business mentor a good one and actually learning on the job yeah because they're all exactly the same so see if you are buying one that's like oh but you get your level three and then your exercise referral and then all this other fluff and nonsense yeah. is a waste of your money yeah and all, i'm actually going to give a, another one are, no all all those all those pt certification business things are all they're a business mm-hmm. they are looking to turn over that's like right. clients customers mm-hmm. they don't care about what's actually happening within there no. and like it's almost as, as worth as much as the bit of paper that it's on Aye. like what's more valuable is the time you spend on the gym floor building relationships coaching people live yeah. knowing when mm-hmm. to fix things when not to fix things like that's that's where you gain a lot of the coaching development mm-hmm. from and then in terms of like how to learn how to do business you, yeah like like we we're speaking about in the last episode you find someone that's done it mm-hmm. and you find out how they've done it and then yeah. you, you do and this do. isn't a plug to the reshape program <laughs> totally is but it's a plug to the reshape program. Now, see if uh, if you've not had a coach. In fact, if you've not had about two coaches, and you're either a thinking about qualifying as a coach, or you're in the industry, go and get. A, I'm not talking about a business coach. I'm talking about a coach. Totally, like us, right? You need, I would say, at least two coaches because you'll be amazed at like how other people do things. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you do uh, you do learn with some business mentors exactly how they do things and it blows your mind a wee bit because you're like fucking hell man that's like a level up so i, I would say getting actually coached it's quite tough if you've no so not everyone before they're qualified as a pt that will actually do them good because they won't appreciate oh totally so i think when you're a coach become a coach start coaching people then get a coach yourself before you get a business mentor and do you know it's funny because you, prob- you can do both you probably both. a lot of the time looking at social media and stuff like you, you maybe perceive some coaches and whatever to be like all singing all dancing and you go i want a coach with this person and then literally all you get is an excel spreadsheet oh, and, and you're a check-in. so let down man right whereas somebody else might be the full shebang yep. you get a lab you get all these things don't get me wrong your business doesn't need to have all these things but throughout your coaching journey with a coach you maybe go through it's like people working with us as well they maybe go through like three or four actual pts to get to us and go this is a wee bit different yeah like, do you know what i mean i've never done this before yeah, uh, yeah. i remember i had a, a conversation with a new client recently and they were like oh this program is a lot different from the things that i've done before <laughs> yes and i was like <laughs> see the things you've done before what have they got you and I'm like, oh and i was like yeah and i was like just do it yeah, just that was it. see that noise you heard there that was the penny the drop, penny drop. Was the penny <laughs> drop. Ah, exactly. but it's not to say that what i'm doing is magic because it's not no like I give a lot of it away for free. Like I'll talk about it all the time on my socials. I'll make fucking YouTube videos about it. Like it's like all the information's out there. Yeah. Like it is, it's, it's there. It's there for you to have. But like like I said, paying in the last episode, paying for other people's mistakes mm-hmm. in their journey to, so that you can bypass. So you're paying for speed almost. Yep. Like you're getting there. Not like Danny does at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're paying for slow. Yeah, yeah you're, you're paying for just like 
the, the, the gaps in the middle, the mistakes, the, the fuck-ups, like, so that yep. you can bypass that and you totally, totally. Uh, 100%. Yep. make the drip through. For me, one of the mistakes I made training people was believing people as well. So I used to spend hours at night, like, racking my brains. I'm, like, I'm making it. Sally, she's, she says she's tracking my calories. Sally's she, a fucking liar. not losing weight. Oh, it must be me. It must be... Oh, is, it, is it the ex... Right, okay, she's going to get supersets now. Like, do you know, shit like that. And I would always be thinking, like, it's maybe on me as a coach, right. when in reality, Sally wasn't tracking her calories. Yeah. Sally also had fast cake hands, yeah. right? Mm, and super fast. Yeah, but now, but see, the, the kind of more hours and stuff you put into coaching and stuff, and you, you can actually be, you can actually say what you think as well, because that's probably, I'm just going to, I'll start this next one. My second problem is maybe not saying what I think when coaching people, because I'm like, you're talking shite, but I'm going, oh yeah, that's fine, it's, it was this, it was that. Whereas now, and you will all be the same, you'll just say to the point that you're talking yeah. shite. I would like to think someone coming on a program want us to be as honest as possible uh-huh. and not give in to their shit because guess what? You're in the position you're in because you've given your own shit, uh-huh. your own lies. <laughs> well, here's the so thing, like, right? you're not going to do it. It's just <laughs> not going to happen. Like. Here's the thing. So see if you weren't up front with a client and you're mm-hmm. doing them a disservice yep. because uh-huh. they might as well just get coached off a friend. If you're going to just totally. tell them good job all the time or being like, ah, oh, it's all right, whatever that next week yeah. or like whatever. Like if you're not going to hold someone to like a standard, the standard mm-hmm. that you set within the program, yeah. then it's kind of like they might as well just go to, go to the gym with their uncle with the yeah. gym gloves. It's, a lot of the time they, they lie to us and whatever on like, not I'm not saying they do that program, but people in the world and whatever um, is because they don't want to let you down as a coach. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they do, so they're obviously investing you. I don't want to let you down. And that. That's literally... Like we need to be here to fix the things that are going wrong. So if we don't know about the things that are going wrong, how can we help? Exactly. How many times have you heard? Oh, like I've not had a good check-in. My check-ins don't. I'll get messages from uh, people on the team just to let you know my check-ins not that good this week. And I'm like, hold the fucking boat. Mm-hmm. You don't even don't feel the need to message me to say your check-ins are good. I'm not asking for your check-in to be perfect every week. Mm-hmm. The full reason why you're why you're here and why I help you because your check-in is not going to be perfect every week. Let's overcome what's happening. This like, is the thing. That remove the emotion from it. It's Aye. because they're emotionally attached to it, right? There is no good checking or bad checking. There is only yeah. checking. And I get, I guess that. Yeah. I get, I guess a lot of that will come fairly. Obviously, like we do share when we share wins and and, mm-hmm. and all the rest of it that do come from check-ins. That's not to say that we think that's the pinnacle and that's what we're after. And that, mm-hmm. we're just celebrating it. Do you know what I mean? It. And that's all we're doing. We're not saying like we expect that because, by the way, that person that we shared the win from. Last week their check-in was shite. They didn't have a good week. They struggled. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, just because it doesn't mean that's how they're, how it, everybody else is. Then they implemented that. and they had yeah, a great week. Exactly. And this is the Implementation. point. Implementation. It should be what is it? Um, inspiration, not comparison. Okay. So yeah. if if you're on a program or you're working with somebody or whatever, and you see you're seeing all these wins yep. in the group or all these wins in social media, yeah, and you're I've maybe spoke, not. Spoke you're maybe I, not there. That should be your inspiration because the. The proof's in the pudding. If you follow, if you do the things, you'll get that result. Yeah. So you should be inspiring to be there rather than saying, oh, I'm not there. Yeah. So I'm going to then sabotage myself. And it's yeah. a bit of a cop Well, that was like yesterday I spoke about it. I was like, m- like try and be your compadre. So like when you speak, because it's... Because it's, it hey, 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 <laughs> back to how you speak about yourself and you, you said it there, like people will speak about, will, will say to yourself, okay, I, I couldn't do that. Or, that's no... It's mm-hmm. just because of who I am, I, I'm not getting results like that. Like it's just, it's just obviously the way it is for me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's just because you believe in your own. That's your wee brain. That's the wee bad part of your brain trying to convince you that 
no, it is, you, you don't get the results. Like, it's just no really for you. Do you know what I mean? That's just mm-hmm. that person. Then, and as you say, you're playing the comparison game again instead of taking inspiration from it and realizing that person's no different from me. I can do it. I had a good a good quote, and I think it was, it was there was a quote from Jordan Peterson, and I've got it in front of me here. And it says, I don't tell people that they're okay the way that you are. That's not the story. The right story is that you're way less than you could be. Yeah. Right? So, like, when someone is like they've had like an okay week it's like, oh that's okay like you're okay that's fine you're, you're all right mm-hmm. doing that just keep doing that it's fine it's like that's bullshit like that shouldn't be the case what should be the case is that like, you are capable of so much more mm-hmm. like making someone believe that they are capable of more is is the thing that we should all be striving to do totally. because just patting people in the ass and be like yeah well done well done like mm-hmm. that's like that's not going to take them to the next level do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I said, not everybody is willing or ready or wants to be there. But for mm-hmm. those that do, you have to instill the belief in them that they're actually going to be able to do it. Yeah. Totally. You I mean, know what I mean? Yeah. And it's amazing to see what happens when that person believes it. And you're like, oh my God. Last mistake training-wise? Last mistake training training other people? Train, uh, no, bus- oh, business. In a business or... Aye. Business or training wise. other people. Yeah, yeah. Business or training other people. Was, um, the investing one was good. I've got one yeah, that applies to actually all areas of your life yes. boundaries not setting very firm boundaries with clients mm-hmm. with <laughs> partners with mm-hmm. yourself with friends with all these things because see essentially what we are kind of doing you can kind of look at it as like your quest this is my program's my baby right my friends don't understand all the shit that i need to do to make sure that runs smoothly so when they're when in their life or whatever, they'll say, Oh, Joe, come out for pints or drop go for this, drop go for that. But I know I've got check-ins to do, I need to think about content. They won't appreciate how important this is because it's from their level of awareness and whatever. Boundaries with clients, messaging you 10 at night, 11 at night, then me answering the messages sets the precedent for that's what the relationship's like. Expectations and stuff in the group and that as well. All these things are something that I wish. I'd nipped in the bud earlier on in my career. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's a good that's a good one to end on because you've covered a lot of topics there that again are still in development on my end as well. Do you know what I mean? There's still areas in that that I'm trying to get better on, especially the boundaries one. Because like if I'm on my phone and I've got it there, I just ah, I'll, I'll respond to that. Mm-hmm. But it has and it's actually I've taken a lot of things from you. Papa Ev, mm-hmm. um, as always, as always, that's that's worked really, really well in my program. So that's why that's the beauty of this as well, is it because we all have strengths and weaknesses, and a lot of our strengths and weaknesses bounce off of each other. Mm-hmm. So in one area, some person might be strong in, we could be a little bit weaker in, and then yep. that helps balance all of that out. Do you know what I mean? Which yep. I really, really like. That's the same relationship I've got with two of the guys that I train with. All of each other's strengths are all of each other's weaknesses. So mm-hmm. one guy who's really strong on one thing might not be as strong on the other thing but then vice versa it kind of flips and it's good to be around people like that yeah, in totally. business and in training because then it brings you up to the level that you should be operating at on all kind of on all basis yep awesome next thing next right. thing so we can go into either two so one, one of the things that we wanted to talk about was maybe the kind of challenges that our clients are currently facing mm. and even just challenges um that we're maybe seeing that people are having in the industry mm-hmm. do you want to yeah yeah so, <laughs> but weird no, we, can, we kind of spoke about this weekend like weekends we've kind of obviously touched on it a little bit already um but there's a kind of standard not necessarily just in glasgow just across the board that 
um people have with weekends right <clears throat> and a lot of the weekend a lot of time the weekends are taking people and getting to where they are and what why they're maybe not seeing the results that they want to see because you get to a weekend and um Okay. the arse gets ripped right out it right mm-hmm. and then you go you, you, <laughs> for lack of a better, lack of better <laughs> yeah. you be a dick pretty much all weekend right? right but then you start your journey and this is a problem that i see you start your journey and you think your weekends don't need to change Mm-hmm. they do what's the back to the stories that you tell yourself it's like, oh, but i was good all Aye. week man i was good all week Aye, so it, it's because you're seeing your pies. mates maybe do shit and you're like well they're doing that's 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 that's, oh, that's not a good standard because there's standards in life and just because you're seeing a, sta- a standard doesn't mean it's a standard sh- you should fucking strive to hit like people do wrap the country to the weekends and that is why people are in a position they're in a lot of the time mentally as well why they're maybe doing good but a lot of people can get so much more success if they just dialed it in a wee bit at the weekend maybe didn't wrap the country to it for two days and only done it for one maybe you did actually make some swaps with your booze and your food and stuff like that like yes you can you can bank calories and i talk about it all the time banking calories and planning for the weekends and stuff like that and I, I do get my guys to do it a lot in the team but like it still doesn't mean that you can do two days that terribly that you won't need undo a full week's progress because you will do you know what mm-hmm. i mean and if you rip the arse to it you will so just not the biggest problem i see but a problem right now i'm seeing is people just not dialing that in obviously right now people like covid like is no longer a thing restrictions are completely lifted people <laughs> are out exist. so i people are probably a bit more excited than they've been before so uh, that's maybe why people are, seem to be all the time mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you can't just not meet the standard that everybody else is doing that aren't looking or feeling how they want if you want to strive to the standard the people that aren't looking and feeling how they want well guess what mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll just become that person that isn't looking and feeling how you want well, change the narrative of how your weekends aye, look like. totally totally it's like well it's like big picture thing if you're somebody that always like you says rips the ass out on a friday saturday and sunday mm-hmm. just do it one day mm-hmm. like just allow yourself one day to rip the ass out it like you're not going to die if you just didn't do it the friday and the sunday just do it the saturday and like have your fun do whatever if you do that over the course of a year if you did that your whole life right from the age of 16 to 26 you've done that for 10 years right that's a lot of time mm-hmm. of doing that sort of stuff right so if you be good during the week right i'll just we'll put that in inverted commas be good during the week and instead of ripping your ass out at friday saturday sunday you do it just saturday you do that for a year that's 52 <laughs> weeks in a year times that by two 104 104 so, times you've not fucked it do you think that's going to be beneficial for you long term but you know I'm, I'm going to say again i still think every weekend still too much and i think this is like a bad no it is right that's what i'm saying it is right but for someone to make such a big drastic change it could Aye. be like instead of twice or three a week just once yeah, it's, it's not, going to make a difference exactly it's not, totally. it's not it's not it's not it's not easy to just quickly make that change no no it's not but if you're just if you just take it down from three to one like you've made that's the first step that's a 66 percent improvement uh-huh. on your week no already and i completely agree but I, I still, math it's early as well no but i still think that like the the standard of weekends it's like okay well if you feel the need that even you need at least what if you need at least one day you need to get drunk you need to go out you need to be surrounded by loads and loads of people i get the social aspect but if, if you need to be ripped narcissistic for at least one day like why why well, what's, yeah, get, what's going on that's what i was what, going what's to, going on two things i'd be looking at what are you running away from mm-hmm. is it your job is it your partner is it your family is it other things right and to the actual company that you keep because see if that is the and don't get me wrong i'm not saying patch of friends or anything like that but see if that is the culture in your circle 
it's always going to be much harder for you to actually do anything right and it's up to you it comes back to the boundaries and stuff that we're talking yep. about yep the reason that that's maybe happening so regularly is because the boundaries that you have with friends family partners and all these other things yourself are shit yeah right and it's okay to say no it's okay it should be yep. normalized to say no and this is see if you ask someone if you, if, <laughs> you're, you're making great points right so if you said right well so you like it yeah i, I do it because I, I i want to be social even right i want, I want to do these things because mm -hmm. i like being out and about cool but are you telling me that no in the next day or the day after you have zero zero regret about the money you spent how you felt you mm -hmm. were fine with that you you didn't once say probably ripped off how much i spent or I, I wish i didn't feel how i felt the sunday like if you can safely say that no, no, really, nothing bothers me about it. I feel I don't care that my progress maybe wasn't the best it could be. I felt brilliant the next day. Like, didn't care about the money I spent. Crack on. But I right, doubt, well, I highly doubt that. There's always I mean? those, there is always those rare social occasions that you're like, that That was a good night last Aye. night. Like, I'm like a wedding or something. Yeah, like, like, I'm glad on. I went. I'm glad I had a good time. I'm going to transmit for three days. Right, and I will rip the arse out of it and I will <laughs> spend my money. But that's one isolated weekend and the the eight nine ten eleven twelve before it because it's the way my life is just now yeah i'm probably not going to i may have a couple of beers and all that but it means i'm going to enjoy that so much so and much it also more. means in that time leading up to it my business is running well body's functioning i might even go to runs and shit for rugby who knows <laughs> it's probably yeah. not you have been saying this for a few weeks mate i know i a few months mate few no, months. i tore my hip right so that's my hip schmip hip schmip. <laughs> 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 Cool. Is that enough in that one? Yeah. Problem, I've actually got a challenge that a challenge or a per, I'm going to say a perceived challenge, perceived problem that I see people having is, is we've spoke about it before, but it's, I'm going to it's time. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do this in my week. I don't. My, my life's so hectic. And do you know what? Some people's for a bit of compassion, whatever. Some people's lives are hectic, but generally across the board, not everybody. Um, you don't have a time problem you have a time management problem right you don't have certain anchor points in your week that you can stick to to make sure you get shit done and what i mean by that is see if food's always all over the place for you it's because you don't have a structure in place to make it easy because again your boundaries are probably shit elsewhere right mm -hmm. but see if you for example had like certain anchor points like on a sunday a tuesday and a thursday where no matter what happens in your week you plan the next two days you plan your meals you prep them do you really think you'll be able to go that wrong in your week? Exactly, totally. And then if, if shit does hit the fan, right, you know you've got an anchor point in two days mm -hmm. or you've already got all your shit prepped. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's generally across. And the thing is as well, do you need to have that much time to train? You can have a full well, workout. People, people mm -hmm. word it wrong. People, instead of going, I don't have time to do this, well, with the time you have, mm -hmm what are you able to do uh -huh. so like if instead of going ah, i've got no time to to go like it happened for me yesterday right it was a prime example right i came back had a wedding the day before came back i had to record a couple of videos for work train and then pick up the dog from, from shout, out bear. Shout, shout out bear shout out bear shout out sarah shout out danny for looking after bear when i was away again um, <laughs> and he's going away again as well. I'm going away again. I know. Oh, yeah, I need to ask you about that one. <laughs> um, but prime example for me is that I was at a wedding and then I had to do all this shit and I had 45 minutes to train when typically I spend like 90 minutes to two hours to train. Right? I had 45 minutes. So I did what I could with the time that I had mm -hmm. rather than going, I've got no time to do all of the things that I wanted to do. So I just won't do any of it. Like, think about that logically. That makes no fucking sense yeah. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. 
you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just do what you can with the time you have. Yeah. And look at process. I'll use an example someday. So, you've seen Jeff Bezos? Yeah. <laughs> you've seen the nick he's in? I, well, is I, TRT helps, so I, let's not lie. You still need to put a bit of graft in it look the way he looks for his True. age. Do you know what True. I mean? Like, but we spoke about this in yeah. the car. Jeff Bezos runs the largest company, one of the largest companies in the world. The world. Right? Mm -hmm. He's Dr. Evil. So, and he found he finds time, man. Yeah. He's a C, he's like he's a big deal. It kind of comes up to what you're willing man. to do. Like, are you willing to get up earlier? So see if you do have a time issue, right? Get up twenty minutes earlier. See, see, like the penny drop moments that I have with clients and stuff. That oh, I'm just really struggling to get my steps in and blah 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 blah. Okay, and I, I go with I say to them, "What time do you start work at? Nine. Do you work from home? Yes. yes. <laughs> Why don't you go out for a walk before work? Question mark. Ah, you mean I can do things early? Yes." Yes, you yeah. can. And it, it sounds like a bit of a dickhead thing saying, but it's because they're maybe, they've maybe not considered that or they're maybe just not willing to mm -hmm. do it. But see, as soon as you start doing that thing that's given you friction and yeah. the perceived friction. And also as well, well how look? many how many TV programs? So you, you watch Love Island? Okay, then I go to the gym. Cool. <laughs> uh, well, so how was a time that you could have probably done. <laughs> well, well, how how, how much time did you spend on your phone last week? Uh-huh. Like you look at your, your yeah. weeks, your last week's average, yeah. like, oh, you spent yep. seven hours on your phone. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those hours, could you perhaps? Six hours, 32 totally hours. Last thing. See, the thing oh, is sweet. as well, so some days, again, comes back to values and stuff. Like, and I had a conversation with one of my clients and I was like, okay, obviously when you finish work and stuff, you might want to spend a bit of time with your partner and having the kids and stuff at night and see the amount of time that you're maybe kind of doing that and sitting in the house. You could spend that kind of driving yourself forward, but the kind of caveat to that is it's not forever oh. it's literally you could do that for an eight week period maybe reduce a bit of that sort of stuff to embed the habit within yourself so that ultimately and what we've got to remember is why you're doing it is so that you can show up as the best version of yourself to your family mm -hmm. to your friends and i'm not saying just patch your way and patch your husbands that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is there's probably a lot of dead time in your night that you're playing off as well we're catching up and whatever yeah. but you're not you're, you're on your phone of you're course. on the couch you're in separate yep. rooms all these things well yep. your actions will always demonstrate your priorities oh totally right your actions will always demonstrate your priorities so what i mean by that is that if you do choose to watch love island or spend time on your phone or fucking play candy crush or whatever mm -hmm. rather than go to the gym go for a walk prep your meals like it's because you prioritize Love Island, Candy Crush, your phone. Like you prioritize that more than the result that you want. And mm -hmm. some people, if they get called out on that, they'll maybe think, oh, nah, that's not true. Like, of course, I want to change. I want to be in shape. I want to be mm -hmm. whatever. It's like, well, your actions don't show that. Success so, leaves clues. Yeah, your actions don't show that. So you have to take the actions that are going to get you the thing that you want. And like I said, that's, that's your priority. If you don't make that priority, then it's not going to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Good. Excellent. Next thing. Next thing, um, do you have any clients? What, what challenges are your clients having? None, they're all fucking rock stars. They're all, they're all, they're all uh, hedge, is uh, that TRT? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the gainline supplement uh, strategy that we've got them on. Mm -hmm. Super top But injecting. <laughs> but struggles i mean I've, I've covered this before um and a lot a lot of the time a lot of struggles and i think i don't know if we mentioned this earlier in this one or the last one i get confused in the cyberspace um of podcasts but it's not reaching out when things are going bad like they'll happily shout when things are going great yeah man i'm fucking flying things are going really really well but then when people often go quiet when things are going wrong mm -hmm. when that's when they need to reach out the most that's when they need to be the loudest when things are going wrong that's when they need to be the loudest mm -hmm. oh a hundred percent 
it's the you're, you're not going to be perfect all the time perfection is it's a myth yeah. you just need to make sure that you show up so see if you're showing up one day 12 percent, and the next day is 100 percent. that's fine that's normal that's progress but burying your head in the sand is never acceptable well i well i said that actually on i'm forgetting what i said and i'm actually pulling it up on the gram but uh the goal is to be consistently good not occasionally great yeah so totally. like if you're just consistently doing the things mm-hmm. right that you're going to win 99% of the time. And in fact, 100% of the time, if you're just consistently good, just showing up. Because it's very rare that you guys are consistently great. That's like the Kobe Bryants of the world. And that, not to say that that's unrealistic. The, the Evan Middletons. Yeah, the Evan Middletons and the Kobe Bryants of the world. Shout out Kobe. R.I.P. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Um, but like, that everybody sees that like that's all that that's all the reels that's all the tiktoks yep. Kobe with the motivational speeches and i love that shit mm. i'm all over that it's the fucking david goggins of the world everybody sees that but that is unrealistic for most not for everyone for most mm. so if they just strive have, to have hit a, the, the tick the boxes a, every day it's good a question mm-hmm. that i'll pose to you both and you can answer it um so what would you say to a client that has one good week and one bad week one good week and one bad week consistently it doesn't matter what you think <laughs> picture the rock <laughs> what would i say like, so one say, good week one bad week one good week one constantly. bad week um see what you did in the good week mm-hmm. do that again do that in bad week very simple advice well <laughs> like in terms of like a like a like a strategy type thing mm-hmm. like plug and play type thing they're capable of doing it mm-hmm. so why not just do it again totally <laughs> so it could be that they're doing too much on the good week uh, it's, it's like so unachievable. Unachievable to continue doing that. Yeah, that's what comes back to. They are. That's probably like good, that's probably yeah. a great week. It's probably not as the good week. It's probably been a great week. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh my god, that was a lot. So just scale it back a wee bit. It, Baby steps. <laughs> just take it back. That's it. Sometimes the thing is as well, and we like to we like to go deep. Mm-hmm. Evan likes it deep. Danny oh, likes yeah. it deep. I like it deep. We all like it deep in here. But sometimes it's not that deep, bro. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's not. Sometimes it's just a case of. Just fuck it. You've done it before, so just do it totally. again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's. I, sometimes it can just be that simple. Not to say that there's complications and um life gets in the way. Babies, nappies need changed. Dogs need walked. Like all that shit. I get it. I I get it just as much as anybody mm-hmm. else. Yep. But if you're able to do it once, Let, you're let's able to say do it again. it's a discipline thing. Like let's say it's it's the it's the it's the toughness of showing up every week, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what I've realised, and only. Only after the marathon on Saturday there did I realise half, 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 half marathon, half. sorry. I don't, I don't mean to say it. You <laughs> ran the other half on the way home. <laughs> uh, I realised how much I'm influenced by people in mm. a good way. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and it's like a lot of UFC fighters influence me quite heavily. Adesanya, um, Volkanovski. Like I see these people and I listen to them and I listen to where they speak. And I'm like, when shadow, I want shadow to, box in the house. when I all the time, when I don't want to do something right, like the marathon, I was unwell all week for a full week leading up, and I just kept telling myself, I'll be fine, I'll I'll do it because I kept thinking, what would like Adesanya Volkanovski do? They would fight, and I've heard them say it. You've heard fighters say it a thousand times. They fight. And then after the fight, they're like, I broke my foot. Mm. Or I was actually mm-hmm. out all week. And But they just convinced themselves they'd be fine. They'd done it. They won. And in my head, that's how I live now. That is literally a lot so of the time. What is it goes to show head. the power of having like-minded people or a community right. around you, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was two of the boys that, that came on the run on Saturday that were potentially going to just do 10K of it because it's 
from Queen's Park into town back and it was that it was a 10k loop we did that twice and then a wee bit extra so said so made it easy for people if they only wanted to do the 10k they could do the 10k loop and that's them but you know almost on race day emotions were high yeah. people were buzzing so testosterone testosterone <laughs> was flying so everyone was just like fuck it we're gonna do it so even the boys that would said they were only potentially gonna do 10k they did the full the full half marathon and then it's cool to see and it is, it is a powerful thing sometimes being around people mm-hmm. who are showing you what they're capable of mm-hmm. and you don't want to be the guy it's an ego thing too ah, and ego, ego ego gets a bad rap right mm-hmm. ego gets a bad rap your ego's getting in the way ego is a good thing if you use it the right way mm-hmm. oh, totally I, I feel the majority of my training through ego right because I want to be better than Danny. Is that an energy drink? As it should be. <laughs> I want to be better than you. When we're in the gym, I want you to go, fucking hell, man, you're actually pretty strong. You're actually pretty fit. Like, I got I got a fucking thrill off that. Like, you get such I'm, a boner off it. I get a bit of a hard on <laughs> off that. When I'm training with the boys, I want to fucking, I want to bury them. They want to bury me. Because, and that is a fucking, for me, not for everyone, but that's a good environment for me to be in because yeah. I thrive off competition. Yeah. Played sports all my life. Don't play them anymore this is where I find my competition. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that for me works. So ego is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Ego yeah. is not the enemy. It's not. Ryan Holiday. Ego is In not the enemy. In some cases. In some cases. Um, awesome. Cool. But I've got more. You've got more? I've got bits. Oh, go for it. <laughs> so um, there was a couple of things on my question boxes. Um, my question boxes? Hold on. There's just a lot. Of, I post a lot of shit, man. I'm trying to go through my stories. Right. So... Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Oh, right. So one question I got was, if you guys went PTs, what would you be doing? Right now, in the current climate, OnlyFans. <laughs> and I'm not even... I'll get my butthole out on, like, <laughs> see the amount of money. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is... That is. <laughs> That escalated there. Uh, like, people usually say feet heaven. I know. No. I'll get my butthole. <laughs> nah, butthole's where the money is. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, oh. mum. <laughs> uh, right, so Evans only fans, what would you be doing? Fuck's sake. Uh, I'd work in a forest. You'd work in a forest? Nah, I'd, I wouldn't. Uh, I really don't know, man. I don't... I f- I I've always it. wanted to be a PT and change lives. I've no, no, because I, I did get into, I did get into acting uh, <laughs> terribly. So <laughs> a cool yeah, show, Succession. I didn't know you were in that. I, I was like a waiter for an episode. Well, that's cool. Succession. Class is a good show. Um, yeah. So I would. It would probably would probably be. It would probably be something something, something yeah, acting related. I wanted to be a fireman when I was school. Not when I let, but I always kind of thought being a fireman would be quite cool. So you can put on the memos. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cool job. Slide down poles, save cats out trees. And like, <laughs> it could be a good, I'll be, like, I don't know. I just think that's a fucking, it's I, a, would, it's a cool I job. would probably well respected work with animals. Animals? Yeah. You love animals. Yeah, I'm such, I'm the crazy cat guy. Yeah. But I'd be the guy see at a house party, four in the morning, in the corner with a cat. With a cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'd care. either be a fireman or work in, work in save. I'd probably do one of those two things. That's my job not a fireman uh another question i don't know if you guys know this i'm kind of springing it on you but um thoughts on the ts life that's gripping tiktok have you seen this so I've, t- been on, I've been on tiktok for a week no but it's like, so there's other variations of this but it's essentially like the slimming drinks like the the people that know the the, the tiktoks that you get of these women that you know they're massive and then they like three weeks later they show you themselves again uh-huh. and they're really really skinny right? yeah so it's just like much much like any other fitness craze fitness development so instead of speaking on that one directly so we don't get sued 
Uh, what about them all in general? Just like in terms of the booties of the world, the just, Herbalife's of the world, like what? Like, because TikTok, once something picks up, it fucking... Oh, so the people, the people the that start, one. the people, let's say the, the head of the companies, right, who start this shit, uh, it is nothing but money totally. driven. It's not to help anybody. It's money driven, right? They wanted to say, right, how can I bottle this up? metaphorically speaking but literally speaking as well to sell to mm. loads of people and earn money mm. cool this thing right cool how am i going to do that i'm going to use influence like that muppet from uh that George, George mtv reality program uh, who literally get contacted off a manager who will pay you this amount if you talk about this story the picture actually do you know what i mean so you know, what was gonna, her name again was it charlotte i don't know who i'm gonna add me something and see for you as the consumer right stop looking for a silver bullet Mm-hmm. stop looking for the magic thing to mm-hmm. completely change this because you didn't get there overnight it was literally it you 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 have behaved your way to where you are mm-hmm. you need to behave your way to no, get you out. haven't no someone else's fault <laughs> it's someone else's fault that you're it's out the, of shape it's, it's the cholest- fault cholesterol <laughs> it's someone else's fault that you're that you're not where you want to be i know no but that's mean? the thing the only way for you to get out of your current predicament is to behave your way out and that happens over time absolutely it's not going to be in a shake absolutely no. i get i got a lot of heat for one of the things that i said on here um it was quite polarizing that like you are in charge of the decisions you make people are like no what about this what about that like education or whether it be it's not as simple as that and i get it's not as you might not be in charge of them but yeah yeah how you react to them you know i see this is something that i yeah uh, like the top the top operators in the world, right? The people that get shit done, the people that are in shape, the people that have successful businesses or relationships or whatever, they haven't got there by mistake. They've got there through choices. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, and whether you've not been, you're not educated on the choices you, you, you're willing to make or you don't have the resources or you don't have the friendship group mm-hmm. or whatever it is, like those are excuses in my opinion. Like those are excuses. You're able to make those choices for or against you yep. do you know what i mean like and i got a lot of heat for that but i'm like no nah, I, you need I, to be responsible for your own actions you need to you need to take full ownership like well that that, that jocko willing book extreme ownership mm-hmm. like you yep. have to take ownership for everything that happens in your life yep like absolutely everything because the second that you don't the second you start pointing the yeah, finger well, and blaming other people just, you've lost because back down to the victim mindset and, and would you want to really be a victim of your life if you're a victim of the circumstances you can choose not to be you really can you can you can swip, flip a switch but i'm not gonna be a victim to those those things and a lot of the time you can fall into it because maybe it's it's an easy thing maybe you've seen people in your life fall into the kind of victim mindset of oh i couldn't do this and it's a it, it's a common thing and i think because people see it and they grow up around people that have the victim mindset and they just fall into that as well and you can break them all like on it and i think listening to people like us reading the right type of books um aunt middleton uh, has Cousin a lot man. has a lot of great books has <laughs> beers uh, worse though yeah Cousin has man. a lot of great books so if you're looking for books too. to read on on what we're kind of talking about then i would say i don't actually get a few good books out there I, that is the fear bubble book actually i think it's i agree with actually i agree with everything you said i, I do i'm firmly in the everything's a choice camp mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that the choices are easy no not absolutely not choices absolutely are going to be not. hard but providing that you have free will you can still make the choice mm. but what what we've also got to remember is not a hundred percent of the time so see jeff bezos and all these other people that are com- extremely successful mm-hmm. they haven't made the right choice a hundred percent of the time absolutely no. but 
on average, they have. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is it's not supposed to be every single time. Yeah. On average. Yeah. If it's more than yesterday, yeah, exactly. you're winning. Yeah. If it's more than the day before, you're winning. Do you know what I mean? Six minutes. Um, opinions on Cobra Tate. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Bro, you don't know who Andrew Tate is. Cobra Tate? You yeah. know who Andrew Tate is. Go on. Explain. You know who Andrew Tate is? Of course. There's just a poll knows who Andrew Tate is because he's smirking in the background. Explain. Uh, so I'll give you a quick background to him. He was a former, like, kind of kickboxing world champion. Used to be broke. Now he's like a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. And he says the most polarizing shit on TikTok. You know who this guy is. He's bald. He wears glasses. He's tall. He's quite jacked. He's got a brother. He's looks got, like him. Yeah. Playing, maybe. Um, I'll actually pull up one of the, one of the things. One of the things. Uh, oh, Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I, I stumbled across this gentleman. Top G. Uh, yeah, on you go. You, you, as soon as that, as soon as I opened up my Instagram and uh, no, my TikTok, he's, he's there. The man's fucking taking over the world. Why do, do you know? He, he doesn't have a TikTok account. Yeah. So he's managed to do all of this by other people marketing his videos. Obviously, I re see when I, I first heard that though, I realized something, and I'm going to break. <laughs> I'm going to break a. I don't know if people know this, right? And this TikTok might be annoyed here. I'm sorry, TikTok. Uh, or the people are doing it's it. I'm sorry. People are making accounts. Yeah, I know. I know the vibes. Right? Yeah. People are making accounts and they're not saying it's them and they're posting all their content. No, so And what? getting out there a lot of time. And he's getting other people on his academy to do it, but he started doing it himself first. I'm turning it down. I'm turning it down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Evan's like that old man that doesn't know how to work his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to film this, this playing game by, and it's just Aye. a selfie of his Evan, face. Evan uses his phone like this. <laughs> I do. Right, scrolling through. But some of the, right, it's weird, right? So some of the shit he says, I'm like, it's a bit outlandish. Yeah. I kind of agree with it. I kind of, I can't, there's a lot of the shit he says. I'm like, oh, you're kind of making some sense here. Yeah. There's one that I watched I mean, just it, there that I'm not going to say. He said something about, uh, someone asked him about what would happen if your missus were on OnlyFans. And he went, I would expect at least 90% of the money. <laughs> right, and she, and she went, say, sorry, Fucking you would expect, he's like, oh, it's G. my product, isn't it? Top it's G. my product. I would expect at least 90% of the profits because <laughs> I'm letting her go on the and I'm just like, this guy just has... I know. It's, it's, just... he, he, said, he said something about like... I don't even know what I'm going to go into because it's like... Basically not putting your opinions onto my child. Mm. Right. Yeah, I said oh, that. Oh, was, was talking about homosexuality. Was yes, it that one? Yeah, that was that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, but, like, don't get me wrong, I'm absolutely pro whatever you just want to be right but also kind of like i i agree with i don't want people saying no like to my child if i ever have a child that you should be a certain religion right you should believe in man in sky or you should do this or you should do that yeah i, I do agree with that there's freedom a lot of choice but I, want, is, I want my child to be totally understanding and accepting of everything though uh -huh. yeah there's i think that he is a character Oh, he's play, He's got a mask on. He's playing. I think he's a character, yeah. and I think that what he's doing is he's marketed himself in a way where he's essentially won the game, right? He's mm -hmm. won the game of selling his service and getting himself really, really well known. And much like Liver King, like he is also a character. They, you, we know the names of Liver King. We know the names of Andrew Tate because of the characters, characters. that they play yeah. rather than the persons that they actually are now they may have those beliefs and they might have all those things mm -hmm. but you're not going to get there if he just sits down and then he says like something like oh vaping stupid 
Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we know everybody knows that vaping's stupid, right? Mm-hmm. But people still do it. But then when he comes out with this, it's one of my favorite videos of his, and he comes out with this thing, and he just slates people for doing it, and he says it in such a crass way that that gets a lot of views, reshares, retweets, likes. It's a lot of business. You know what I mean? And a lot of business because he says it in such a polarizing way. And you don't get anywhere by being boring. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to go out, you need to be outspoken, you need to be outlandish, you need to be there in order to get attention and in order to win the game of social media. It's all about attention. It's all about grabbing oh. that. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's what's all about. You think you look at the guys like James Smith. I know. He doesn't just say, "Well, you should be in a calorie deficit." He's I, like, "Get in a calorie deficit, you fat fuck." That, that, that. That, that, that was you that said that. That was you that said that. I didn't actually. Any say that, any by coaches the way. watching, stop making posts about creatine, please. It's <laughs> fucking boring. <laughs> well, this is the problem with a lot of PTs. They're so fucking boring. This is an eye, isn't they? Yeah. They're just pure carbon copies of each other. Aye. Like there's no. Here's one way that you can lose fat. Yeah, but we were probably similar to that when we started out as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because I think it's the mold. you need to be. Aye. I think you need to feel like, I, I need to be professional. I need to, I yeah, need to totally. come across totally. that Whereas, way. See if you're just yourself, if... people will buy from you. Aye. Aye. That, that is, that's absolutely the thing. And I think where it's not a competition between us three in order to sell our services because I'm not trying to be you and you're not trying to be him. Like, you're just trying to be us, wait, wait, wait. What are you laughing at? Oh, wait, I don't like butcher it. My pronouns are he, not him. Because I can never be him. Have you not seen that? <laughs> no, have you not seen that? <laughs> and people, take, that? people usually look funny about somebody done it with Hasbilla. I so think I know what you're talking about. My pronouns are he, not him. Because I'll never be him. And then, and then it's a bit of Hasbilla. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Amanda was saying to me the other day, oh, do you know that, that, uh, that Masmadula? <laughs> Maz Madula. Shout out Maz Madula. Here's right. one thing before we close up. Yep. You Have go. you seen the guy that knows exactly where he is on Google Earth? On Google Love Maps? that. What Maz Madula? No. No. This. Like within zero point zero six of a second. Boom. That's crazy. So I'm somebody show me a quick. I mean, like a zero, flash of a picture away, and it'll be like, like Canada, it's, it's the, X, it's this the, place. You know, put it on the map, and it'll be like two miles from it. Even just looking at him, I can tell why. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he just knows exactly Incredible. where things are in the world. Awesome. Anyway, okay, that, was, guys. that yep. was the, the No Rep podcast. That was the third. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. One Sorry, day it will be the third. See for my birthday. Rebrand. Oh, we've got another year day. for that though, so it's fine. You'll be 33 by that point. That was the No Rep podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Competition winner has been announced by this point, probably. Yeah. Um, so congratulations. You get to spend the night with Danny. Peace. Um, I've been Jordan. Evan. Danny. See you next week. Peace.